0: Hi everyone, and welcome to Quick Dose of Where's My Ritalin? And to be honest, I'll to get straight to it. Um, so over the last couple of days, I've seen the fallout and the furore from the cold-hearted and callous murder of George Floyd over the last couple of days. And I've been looking at the news, looking at the social media comment sections, something you should probably never do, to be honest, and having conversations with friends in WhatsApp groups and etc. And it has got me thinking, will racism actually ever end now let me qualify that statement the branding of equality is there so what is politically correct um acknowledgement on the say national level of other cultures uh, or ideology of inclusiveness is kind of what is put out there the mantras are put out there by companies equality directives in the companies and in law etc all those things exist all those things exist in terms of like where people will say well, it's not like it was in the civil rights movement or it's not like it was when people get lynched or it's not like it was when um, various nefarious acts or hell, even back to slavery. It's not like that. The branding is there. Don't get me wrong. The branding is there. But if you skip past that, if you go to the core to what, we, what people really and truly believe. Can we justifiably say that racism has actually changed? Don't get me wrong. This is not me calling everyone a racist, that everyone that isn't of colour a racist, everyone that isn't black a racist. Um, That's not me saying that. I definitely believe there are people out there, white people out there, people of other colours out there that are about equality, that are about equality for all, that are about inclusiveness and unity. A hundred percent. I just sadly believe that the older I get is that those people are probably in the minority. I'll probably say 70, 30 or 60, 40. I don't know, but it does feel that the majority of people feel the other way the way that leads to this bullshit that's happening right now. Let me explain. How many times have we had this conversation about police brutality, whether it be in this country or America? How many times Sandra Bland, George Floyd, Trayvon Martin, Eric Garner? How many more names? Countless people, countless people, countless situations. But yet when that's raised, it's like, the race card. Talking about the race card again. Do you actually believe that we want to discuss this kind of thing again and again and again? We'd rather not have to discuss it, but it is still happening. So then how can we have actually progressed? And furthermore, when you have the even the cheek to actually discuss and say black lives matter, some people want to dilute the conversation and say all lives matter. Can you actually be that tone deaf? Of course, all lives matter, but that's not the issue. All lives evidently matter, but it does seem that dis- disproportionately, for some reason, that black lives seem to matter less, hence the movement. It's like me as a man talking about me too. I'm not going to do that. That's just stupid. Yeah? So, how dare people come with all lives matter in it? All due respect, go away. Yeah? Look how the UK voted over Brexit. That was a vote of xenophobia, prejudice, divisionism. I mean, Nigel Farage was the face of that campaign. That tells you everything you need to know. I was hearing rhetoric like, we want our country back. Ban the immigrants. Those same immigrants that work in the NHS. Those same immigrants in the Windrush generation helped rebuild your country after the war. Those people, those ones, okay. But those ignorant people are still going to clap at 8 pm on a Thursday when Auntie Foller or Uncle Desmond from NHS helped you get better from COVID 19, though, right? Idiots. And don't even get me started on Trump's America, where he galvanized racists to vote for him by divisive rhetoric and criticized Colin Kaepernick for standing against police brutality. This is why the justice in those circumstances is insufficient. In fact, there is none. It happens again and again with no change in sight. So when I ask the question, have we really progressed? And it seems that the answer is no. It leads to riots. I heard a quote once where someone said, rioting is the language of the unheard. Now, it's not justified. Like this morning, I'm seeing like Target has been trashed and buildings have been set on fire. And I've said it before in this podcast. Um, I understand it to a degree, But looting and being opportunistic and stealing televisions doesn't help. But I understand it. How many times can you be hit before you hit back? How many times can you take punishment before you want to dish out some of your own? How many times can you suffer injustice and not want to take action into your own hands? I understand it. It's not justified, but it's understandable. So where do we actually go from here? To be honest, I don't know. Because in my opinion, the cycle of oppression will never actually end. And that's my heartfelt, honest, but sad opinion. I hope to be wrong. I guess we can hope to change by having conversations and dialogues that maybe instigate sustainable change, but how many times have we been here? And we will be here again. All we can do, I guess, is hope and pray. And ultimately, I wanna leave with a quote from the family lawyer of George Floyd, who said this, we cannot sink to the level of our oppressors. We will demand and ultimately force lasting change by shining a light on a treatment that is horrific and unacceptable and by winning justice. I hope that day comes one day, I really do. Time for me to take my medication. Have a good day, people.